Hey, hey, thanks for tuning into another episode of Moments with Ndero, where I hope to encourage you, inspire you, and uplift you. Today's guest, um, I don't even know where to start, but I'm so grateful to be having this conversation with her because it's amazing how we have touched, um, or rather kept in touch over the years, and I'm just so proud of her growth and her talent that she's putting out to the world. But to just make it short and sweet, she's a lawyer, policy researcher who is passionate about women, human rights, and peace building in Africa. She seeks to develop innovative and comprehensive global solutions to sustainable women's rights development. When she's not advocating for gender justice, she is a soul singer, songwriter who enjoys live music and discovering Africa's hidden gems. Welcome on to the show, Nicole. Thank you so much, Ndaru. I'm actually really happy and humbled that you invited me to be a guest on this podcast today. So can you imagine we met each other all the way back in 2011? Wow. Nice. So, so from 2011 until now, what are the key takeaways that you have learned over the years? Oh, wow. From 2011 till now, key takeaways? Yes. Um, I think for me it would be um, embracing change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's one of the key takeaways because I think a lot of people don't embrace changes in their life. You know, some people just um, feel as though they should remain, you know, stagnant. But changes happen, whether it's with your body, whether it's in work, life, school, just, you know, um, life pretty much. So over the years, I've learned to embrace change. Mm. Um, The other thing that I would say is hard work always pays off in one form or another. Hard work always pays off. Um, And the third one is stay true to yourself. Know yourself. Yeah, those those are the three takeaways I'd say. I really agree with you, especially with the last one, staying true to yourself, because, you know, with change, we may embrace change, but at the same time, we start conforming to what other people are expecting from us, because we staying true to who we truly are, regardless of the change that's coming our way. Yeah. So to tie in with your word, the staying true to yourself and change, you chose self-discipline, and I think it ties in so nicely with these key points that you've highlighted. Why so? Um, like as a young woman um, working and you know um, trying to live a day at a time with this new unprecedented times, it's just something that I've learned all through my teenage years. So now you know in adulthood, and self-discipline is one of the things I really have seen that is so essential, especially for women to have on their side, because I feel like self-discipline makes you be so strict um, towards your wants and needs. And if you stick to them, you're able to conquer so much, whether it's your personal life, whether it's business, whether it's everything. Like, be so self-disciplined to your growth, um, to what you want to achieve, to your vision. And let me tell you, like, the fruits will be pouring. So that was one of the main things why I chose self-discipline. Um, it was something that I've had personal my personal experiences with, and every time I would be in spaces where I'd be able to share my insights on that, um, it's one of the main things I tell a lot of young women. 
you know, young women, they struggle with self-esteem, right? Uh -huh. So with the struggles of self-esteem, it can be difficult to hold on to self-discipline. So how do you encourage her to, you know, be self-disciplined and regardless of her struggles, she can, you know, pursue her goals and go after what she's hoping to achieve? Self-esteem is something which I've always looked at as we could, you could have like a team of 10 people who are supporting you, rooting for you, telling you all the sweet things or you need to hear for you to get your spirit up. But you have to have and work on that as an individual. So you have to work and look at the mirror and see how to love yourself through your eyes and not through other people's eyes. And it takes time. Of course, even me, I've had my moments where my self-esteem has really been low. But um, for me personally, spirituality has really played a part in me growing my self-esteem. And as a result of that, um, I found myself also with self-discipline. It's You get the graces through prayer and everything to, you know, just stick to your journey, your lane, your pace, without having to have, you know, these conflicting um, external forces or energies coming into play um, with your journey. So for me, one thing I'd always highlight is, of course, spirituality. It's worked for me. I know not everyone is in sync spirituality, but um, if that's not the case, self-discipline just also comes in terms of your belief system in yourself. In order to believe in yourself, you have to love yourself. You can't expect other people to root for you if you're not rooting for yourself. Because I could tell you your advantages. I could tell you your strengths. But if you yourself don't see yourself having those strengths and having those key things, you're not going to be able to prosper. So it has to be within you. And I think you have to be really consistent with putting yourself around positivity, how you sleep, how you wake up. And there are certain things that I use and there are certain like, activities that I do in my life which I've been able to play in terms of being positive around me. Even just what you watch before you go to bed is so crucial. Because if you watch certain things with certain energies, you wake up with that energy and it is just blah. So you have to be really crucial about your surroundings. Boundaries. Boundaries. That's what I think. Yeah, you've really emphasized boundaries. You know, people yeah. who struggle, struggle with boundaries. So could you elaborate more on boundaries to the person who's listening and they're wondering, okay, yeah, I'm putting boundaries, but then people are shying away from me. People are now thinking I'm being difficult. How do they hold on to their boundaries? Let me tell you something. One thing I've always believed, like who is for you will be for you. People who start shying away or feeling some type of way because of your boundaries, honestly, I just... Me, the way I've seen life, those people are not supposed to be a part of your journey or they're not supposed to be a part of your path. And you can't please everyone. You have to take care of you. You have to show up for you. So your boundaries, of course, from I think loved ones will be able to tell you if your boundaries are extreme. And that's why you should trust loved ones. You should have put yourself in a position where your maturity level take constructive criticism. Um, from people who you believe are rooting for you very positively. Because, for example, my family, if they say, mm, you're being too, mm, up here, your wall is too guarded or whatnot, I think, you know, just take it down a bit. I'd be able to, you know, this, this is my mom, this is my sister. These are people who 
have you know genuine intentions for me so i'll be able to take in what they're saying and try and apply to my life slow and steady of course it's not like a switch it's not remote control but what i always say about boundaries is anyone who feels mm-hmm, because you have your all up those people are not supposed to be part of your journey because honestly whether it's friends relationships workmates someone will even want to know someone who's for you will always be like ah I wonder why her world is up like this. Oh, so they get to know you, get to know you know why you're guarded and why you have certain, you know, uh, prerequisites um, within your certain yeah, life choices. And I think you just run smooth. But don't don't ever feel like you have to please people, especially temporary people, and, and especially when it's not um, complimented or exchanged for you to feel like you have to. Um, you know, you take down your boundaries. So for me, I would say those are the things I would say towards boundaries. Like stick to them and the people who are supposed to be part of your life, part of your past, will adjust accordingly. Effortlessly, by the way. Well said. Yeah. Effortlessly. They won't be, you know, rigid about it. They will just be, mm-hmm. oh, let's walk this journey together. I understand yeah. the reasons, but they won't judge you about it, you know. Mm-hmm. So to just change gears, a lawyer and you are a soulful thing. I, I mean, Momala, even I've been switched to your stage name. Your voice is so, I can't even describe. For anyone who hasn't heard her, I mean, her voice just takes you to a different space in time and, you know, really touches the, the inner depths of your soul. Anyway, with that in mind, how mm-hmm. have you been able to be a lawyer and be a soul singer in your own capacity. How have you been able to maintain all of that? Wow. Like, to be honest, when I get asked this question about how I maintain the two different, very far apart scopes of my life, I always say, I can't really comfortably say I'm maintaining it because every day I'm learning and every day I have challenges. It's very, very difficult to still do what you love and still have, you know, um, career obligations on this other side of the legal scope. So for me, I just try to always, I think also when you have, even when I say self-discipline, yeah. of course, as you have self-discipline, you're more you're self-aware. And as you have your self-aware, you know yourself. And that's one thing I've always told, especially young women. Once you know yourself, nothing can, let me say, nothing can be against you because, when you know yourself so well, you know your strengths, you know your weaknesses. So even if someone is trying to come and, you know, downplay you based on your weaknesses, you already know them. So it doesn't even affect you, you know, feeling some type of way. Because, you know, yeah, I mean, those are my weaknesses. I've taken them. Um, there's some I'm watching on them. There's some I can't change. That's that. When you know your strengths, you're like, ah, these are my strengths. Let me highlight here is where now I focus on. Well, I'm trying to either better some of my weaknesses or, you know, just adjust accordingly. So... I've been very self-aware of what I can and what I can't do. So within that time of also trying to create a balance, it can't always be work, work, work. Music for me, over and above it being a talent, is also some form of therapy. It reminds me how beautiful life is. And that's that's the place I go to when I need my downtime. And so as a result, I've been able to get a balance of when I'm not working, I can, you know, get back into music, write some music, record. And just, you know, try and get a balance of both. Um, and I think that's why when I called my EP Equilibrium, which was, I did that at a point when it was so crucial for me and I figured out just how to balance music and, you know, my professional career. So be self-aware. Once you know yourself, 
everything will just be balancing. You know, you just know, ah, okay, I can do this here, I can do this here. I'm not overextending myself. I'm just right. Yeah. Nice answer. So to just go a little bit deeper, you know, for young women in the industry, and now I'm talking about media and entertainment, how do you stay true to yourself and not get distracted? It's very, very difficult, especially in terms of content or where you feel like your art or your creative space is trying to go towards. It's very, very difficult. And I think the only way you can remain true to yourself is how you know is especially how it makes you feel. When what you love starts to become exhausting or you're not you're not happy when you do it. When you wake up in the morning you're going to do something that you supposedly love in court and you're just feeling tired, exhausted, you know, lethargic. It's very that's how you know mm, there's a problem. There's there's a problem here. And I think um when it comes to staying true to yourself, it's very important back to self awareness. You'll be able to identify, no, there's something wrong. I used to love this thing. I'm clearly getting off. I need to reset. And that's what I always say, like, for a lot of people in the team, when, when you feel that you're getting to that energy, maybe take time off, reset, re-strategize, and come back. Talents are things which never, ever get out of time. And I've always felt there are singers who start singing when they're 45, there are singers who start singing when they're 12. Your gift is your gift. And that is one thing that don't ever take away from you. So never ever feel like you have an expiry date, so you need to owe, or you need to adjust to, you know, pop music if maybe you're more of a soul person or an R&B person so that you can sell records. No, because that means you're not selling us your true identity. You're selling us um, something which is fake. And we all know about fake things. They don't last. And then it's just like a China made tool. So you have to be very self-aware. Stay true to yourself. It's okay to take time off to re-strategize, reset, and get back to your factory settings. That's how you'll be able to always make sure you're on course with yourself. Yeah. I really like what you've said, that your gift cannot be taken from you, that it is yours, it's yours, it's yours. And just for the listener out there, you have a gift and you don't know how to, you know, put it out to the world. Mm-hmm. As Nicole has said, just take the time to re-strategize, to take the time to just figure yourself out because there's no point putting out a gift and it's not a reflection of your true self. Yeah, definitely. Yes. So now, Nicole, in the space of women rights and, you know, sustainable development, Uh one thing that I've seen as well, being part of youth development as well in my own capacity, is that youth well, not majority of them, but I would say most of them are waiting for someone to come and help them, waiting for someone to come and rescue them. But when they're given an opportunity, they don't put themselves out there. They don't put in 100% effort. Then they wonder why opportunities pass them by. One the issue is ailing amongst youth. To be honest, Nderu, like one thing I've seen and on my experience, because I actually have a shy initiative whereby um, based on the certain interest and direction you're trying to go, whether career-wise or some creative industry, 
um, I help certain youth get certain opportunities based on um, their interests. So that's something, that's a platform that I have as an individual. So I'm able to work with many people. And let me tell you what I have seen. Number one, laziness. Mm. Laziness. Number two, there's no consistency. Mm. You have, and I always say this, and I don't know how I can shout in the highest mountains in Daru, you have to be ready. You have to be caught ready. So that means you need to be prepared every single time. Because, you know, opportunities, they come, it's like, it's like the wind. It comes whether you ever catch it or you don't. Yeah. So I always tell a lot of young people, you have to be ready. And I'm sure they're wondering, okay, so how do I get ready? If it's a job, your CV and the cover letter need to be ready. It is just about getting the vacancy. Ah, adjust it accordingly based on that job description, and you send it away. Nothing for sitting, waiting. You find, I, I, I follow up with certain people. I'm like, oh, so did you apply for this? Because I will send you things which are exactly, like we will stop like this. You told me this, but I will. You ask people nothing. Oh, I was what not. I was what not. Let me tell you something. I understand energies. I understand spaces. But the sad truth about life and what I always, what I realized from my few years for now mm-hmm. is that life, you, you need to be hard on yourself. Because if you're not hard on yourself, life will be hard on you. And we all know how life is. So it's better for you to be hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. Because when life decides to be hard on you, you won't manage it. You won't be able to handle, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. So when it beats you, it beats you down, down, down. So you have to be hard on yourself. And when you're hard on yourself, let me tell you, you will reap, you will reap the reward. Mm. So it's not about don't, don't, don't be in your feelings. Oh, I was feeling down. I didn't feel like I wanted to. Sometimes I get those comments, and I'm like, oh, I was feeling down. So I haven't really looked at any of those links. And when I was like, so the links are waiting for you. <laughs> it's okay, but it's okay to be in a in a mini space, and that's why I say when you're ready, even that space won't affect you taking up opportunities because you are already ready. Mm. You see, so you can quickly submit what you need to submit and get back into your thoughts, feelings, or feeling in a weird space. But you have to be ready. A lot of these young people are not ready. So everyone knows what they want. They're like, I want this, I want this. But you're not making the efforts to get there, you know? So you have to be ready and you cannot afford to be lazy. And what I always tell people, me being in my 20s, especially like young people when you're just fresh from campus, your 20s are for grinding. And if you can grind, grind as hard as you can, create your foundation in your 20s. So the thing with getting 30s, you're just, you know, you, you can sort of, you have that privilege to pick and choose even whether you want to take an opportunity or not, because you've been working so hard in your 20s. Mm. Not many people have that privilege, but if you do your 20s right, you will be able to have those privileges in your 30s. So laziness is always one of the things. They're not caught ready. Number two is just, it's always excuses. Mm. And I think it's mainly also the excuses of, oh, I'm not sure. Like, especially this is for like young females. Do you know, like, men, even research has shown that young men apply for jobs when they only have 40% of the qualifications, comfortably and confidently. But you find women would only apply for jobs if they have at most 70% of the qualifications. 
So you can see the difference in their room. Yeah. So you have to you have to apply for things with chest. I'm not saying lie. No, no, no. And I don't I don't advocate for that at all. Do not lie on when you're trying to apply for jobs or trying to apply for any opportunities. Go with what you have, but you never know. Hmm. You see, you never know what the end game will come out of. Whether it's a job, an opportunity, maybe someone's like, ah, this person might not have it on paper but may have the skills based on experience. Let's call the names. Let's talk to them. You know, so it's very important to shoot your shot. Don't double-guess it. Double-guess it after you've gotten a reject. But as far as something is coming and you have a certain percent of qualifications, shoot your shot. Yeah. All the others you'll know ahead. There even some places even they may take you, and even that training that they were looking for, they feel like you have so much more to offer that they even want to train you under their own course. You see, so and but you'll never know because you are shying away from. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. There's nothing about I don't know. <laughs> when I feel like when you're young, yeah, you just have to like you just have to shoot your shot, and the door that is yours that God has allowed for you will just open nicely. Yes, smoothly. Yeah. So that's what those are some of the challenges I've noted from young people. Hey, I'm telling you, you're just like really you aren't feeling it because the opportunity is just waiting for yeah. you. Yeah. I, I have had people who especially with young people who are just fresh off campus and maybe they want like internships, especially or maybe they want to get into certain fields, you get I come across so many in my share initiatives. You share and let me tell you, Oh, I, I don't know, oh I was doing and I was like you would have been sitting on a desk right now, but you had you were something in your feelings. I've also had bad times. I'm not saying I'm not inconsiderate, but life doesn't wait for your feelings. That's the reality in the room. Nope, it does not wait. Life for does not for your feelings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let your feelings wait. Opportunity first, feelings later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So true. So now, with that all said and done. Mm-hmm. Where do you see yourself in the next 10 years? Because 2020 marks the end of a decade and the beginning of another decade. So you're in your 20s, so by the time the decade is finishing, you'll be in your maybe late 30s or is it mid-30s? Mid-30s. Mid-30s? Yeah. Where do you see yourself? You know, like that question is very... I could have, as usual, what I said, like I could have ideas of where I'd like to see myself in 10 years, but then God has other plans. For me, most of all, where do I want to be in 10 years? Number one, I just want to be happy. I want to be happy doing whatever I'm doing, whether I'm a farmer, whether I'm still in legal, whether I'm, you know, fully in the creative industry, whatever it is, number one, I just want to be happy. Number two, um, I would like to help more people. So um, in 10 years, I hope to be expounding my initiative for young people to be able to help you um, way more for them to be able to fully um, accentuate um, their strengths and to be more self-aware. And I think, especially African youth, they come from a mindset of limitations, but I want to be able to empower more youth to come from a position of possibilities and of limitations. Yeah, in whatever aspect. So in 10 years, that's, that's what I'd like to see, that's what I'd see myself um, from all fears. Nicely said. For African youth to see themselves at a place of possibility. Yeah, and not limitations. Yeah, without limitations. Because sometimes they see themselves or look at their lives and they see so much limitation. 
Yeah. And it's all a matter of changing their mindset to, be, uh, to see that, you know what, regardless of my circumstances, I'm able to pursue something and along the way, the right door will open. So you mentioned your spirituality. Uh, What's one thing that you know without a shadow of doubt that God is truly for you? One thing that I know, one thing that it's literally how I live by. I don't know, like, we could start testimonies, but, um, <laughs> like, it worked for me, you know? Mm. Um, I'm Catholic, and there are certain things, of course, over time, as you're younger, you're not really, you know, um, spiritual per se, or you don't really understand some of the things. Then, of course, as you start to grow older, you're an adult, and, you know, life starts to come at you. And then you start to pray more. And when you start to pray more, you start to have that one-on-one -on -one with God. And when you start having that one-on-one -on -one with God, you start to hear more. So you hear his voice more in certain things that you do. And he tells you how you should always, you know, put him fast. And I've just gone with my life in terms of always putting him fast, in terms of him making the decision or him driving my life. and. That's how I've been able to get to where I am um, at this age. And every year he shows me, to be honest, in the room, every year he shows me something new. And I'm just like, what? Huh? <laughs> because I've trusted him with my life. I've trusted him with my choices. I've trusted him with my future. So that's why I said, like, um, we could talk here and I could tell you what I would like to do in 10 years, but he might have other plans for me. So... Um, for me, basically, it's my personal testimonies um, and how life is just better with him than without. You know, mm. it's it's just it's just better. It's it's security, it's stability, it's it's faith, it's mortification, it's you know, it's comfort, and even in the hardest of times, it's comfort, and that's how that's just how I live life. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. And yeah. what would be your parting shot for this conversation? Parting shot. Wow. <laughs> um, I think how I would live this conversation, and I think this would be to all youth or young people out there, and actually anyone who takes it. My parting shot would be learn to see yourself through your eyes. Because if you always let other people or outside energies be a factor in your life, you'll never be able to move. So learn. Learn um, to see yourself through your own eyes. Because once you're able to do that, you'll be able to love yourself, number one. And once you love yourself, you won't be able to, you won't be able to step in or anything in any juncture of your life. Because you'll be able to know yourself through your eyes, and as a result, you'll be able to show up for you. And it's so important to show up for yourself. Don't expect other people to show up for you. Let me tell you, you'll be disappointed. Very disappointed. <laughs> so learn to see yourself through your eyes. Because once you do that, you'll show up for you. From a personal level, emotional, physical, mental, you need it. You will show up for you. And once you show up for you, then that's all that matters. Anyone else who comes 
along the way, any chapter which comes along the way will just be complementary to something which you've already set a foundation on. So that's what I'd say. That is a great parting shot, and I'm so grateful to have you on this show. Thank you so much for sharing your insights, and may God bless your journey ahead. And him driving it, he will not disappoint you, and he will not fail you. Amen. So to the dear listener, keep on pushing on. Don't let opportunities pass you by. Be ready. Stay ready. If you don't know what to do, ask questions. Ask, how can I prepare for something? But don't get in your feelings, as Nicole said. Life is not a matter of feelings. It won't wait for yeah. you to catch up. Yeah. We'll just continue moving on. Yeah. So until next time, thanks for tuning in. Mm-hmm.